Common Sense POV Common Sense Solutions for Uncommon Problems Welcome everybody. Glad that you're back. We're going to make a short podcast today. It's a Thursday before a long holiday weekend. And I'm very concerned about a couple of items that came out today. Um, I'm going to talk about retail sales this morning. The March retail sales rose 6.9% year over year. Uh, That might sound fairly good to the average person, uh, but that's the lowest they've been since February of 2021. But the real problem that I see is the online sales, such as Amazon, Walmart, etc., plunged 6.4% on the month, and they're just up 1.8 year over year. And of course, retail sales are not adjusted for inflation. So when you put all that together, the retail sales are collapsing as consumers are paying up for about everything they buy. Housing, food, gas, it's draining the income and the money that people have. The mortgage rates have hit a solid 5%. They were up to 5.25% yesterday and bounced a little bit, came back off of that. But let's look at the housing. The housing costs have gone up tremendously throughout the country. Some areas, homes are costing more than 100% more than they did a couple years ago. Other places, 50%. Just about everywhere is up in the teens. So depending on what part of the country you're in, you're going to be affected slightly different. However, mortgage rates are pretty standard throughout the country. So if you're a person that has a home currently, you're kind of happy because the valuation of it should be a lot more than it was a couple years ago. However, if, God forbid, you have an adjustable mortgage, uh, you're in trouble with that, although I don't believe many people, if they bought a home in the last few years, took an adjustable, but if they did, they're in serious trouble and going to probably have to refinance uh, very shortly. But let's say that you sell your home. You take a good profit in it, possibly. You want to buy a bigger home, maybe. You want to move to a better area. Maybe you're up north and had enough of the cold and you want to head for the south. Whatever you're reasoning it for, selling would be, you're going to get X amount of dollars. But when you go to buy something else, you may be severely disappointed in what that will buy you. In most cases, you're probably going to get a lesser house for the same amount of money. Or you're going to pay, if you're going to finance, which I believe most people finance their homes, you're going to hit a 5% rate. So these are all things that are going to work on an individual basis. 
and you're going to have to work them out to see what works or doesn't work for yourself. But with the rising costs of everything else going on, the inflation is terrible. Don't let anybody fool you into believing that inflation is under control or it has peaked. Yesterday, the PPI number, which producer price index came out, and it was over 11%. So that means that the producers, the manufacturers, it's costing them 11% more when they buy stuff. So they're going to naturally pass it on to their consumer, who are stores, retail stores, places to sell it. It's going to be up. And who's going to end up paying for most of that? the consumer. It may not be a full 11%, but I guarantee you it'll be at least half of it. Take Amazon. They're going to start charging the people who sell through Amazon, if they uh, sell through their warehouse, I believe it is, they're going to end up paying over 5% more to Amazon. There again. Who's going to absorb that? Is the seller going to absorb it? Or is the average consumer going to be charged more? It's a bad situation. The Fed has brought this to us by making all this free money and making everything look so good over the past couple years when they really weren't that good. It's very bad to have this much free money out there the past few years and people are going to realize it now that it's coming back to haunt us. They have to raise interest rates. They have to raise it considerably in a short period of time. And that is going to hit every aspect of life as we know it in the United States. Housing will definitely be affected by it. Home sales will probably collapse in most areas. Food prices will continue to rise with all the other aspects that affect that. And imagine if we have a bad weather year this summer through the Midwest. I mean, they've been having tornadoes at record rates already. If that continues throughout the growing season, wheat crops, corn crops, animals that will be affected by that. Uh, it's going to be outrageous. Every day you read about restaurants costs going up. Uh, I read an article today where a man said he went to a restaurant, I believe in New York, so naturally it's going to be high, but he paid $68 for a ribeye steak, 16 ounce ribeye. He said he never paid that much, he's never seen it sell for that much. That's just a small example. He's lucky enough that he can do it. Uh, I believe the ribeye was $65 in that restaurant. So we know beef prices are up. We know all prices are up. And yet we have people coming out on TV every day on the radio saying it's only temporary. It will go back. It's going to be under control. 
Well, let's see some evidence of it getting under control. That would seem to be the way to start this thing back moving in the right direction. I can't imagine that the Fed is going to do what they need to do because they have a fear, a great fear, and at this point a logical fear that they will collapse the stock market. And at that point, everybody will get excited. Because what has happened is the stock market has more power now and more people are invested in it than ever before. It's funny how COVID actually made that happen. So many people were at home, not working, had a lot of time, especially young people. They got involved in the stock market. And with all the money that was flowing into the market, the quantitative easing, that they call it, that made everybody look like they knew what they were doing. <laughs> they were great stock traders. Uh, you could have thrown, a, uh, have a list of names of company, attach it to a dartboard, through it, and in most cases, uh, going into last year and mid-year, through the fall, you would have probably been up. But since then is when things are really getting hit. Some of the best-known stocks are way down. And they're being influenced by market makers who are very public people now. Uh, we never had this before. Uh, Elon Musk, whether you like him or not, uh, is not the question. He has a tremendous amount of money. They say he might be the richest man in the world. If that's the case, he sure knows how to put it out there to make a lot more. He drives stock prices up whenever he announces he's bought something. And now he's thinking about buying Twitter. Uh, he made an offer on Twitter today. Of course, will it happen? I don't think it will go through. I think it's just another ploy to drive the stock price up further to make more money. He's smart. I give him that. Uh, but the average person gets affected by all this. And they're going to get hurt in the long run if they follow these, these jumps in these stocks because they're moving around tremendously anymore. They don't stay up for a whole day in most cases, no less a period of time. I noticed that the banks have been reporting and the two banks today reported that they made most of their money trading. Now isn't that interesting? They didn't make money giving loans uh, which most banks do, they made the most money trading, whether it's stocks, commodities, whatever. They're involved in everything. They are the ones who influence the market. And unless you're one of their top multi-million dollar customers, you don't find out about what they're doing until after it's done. I know this for a fact. It's not something I'm guessing at. Uh, if you know anybody that works for these places, and you know them well enough and can trust them, find out when they make their announcements. It's generally after everything is all done 
as far as their end is concerned. They're in and out like the wind. And that's what causes the stock market to be up in the morning or up during the middle of the night. Uh, how many of my listeners trade in the middle of the night? I know I don't. I can't. I wish I could. Seems like every night stuff goes up. The closer you get to morning, it starts to sell off. Then sometimes it pushes up in the morning strong. And by afternoon it's sold. Anymore, the close is the most important time. In the last 15 minutes, things move crazy. So, it's a lot to think about. Uh, be very leery. Like I say, I'm going to title this mostly housing and the interest rates and the mortgage rates. But let's not forget retail sales. If you're invested in retail, be very, very careful what you're in. Uh, think of your own pocketbook. Are you spending more than you have in the past? Uh, maybe you have a, make a good living, have a good paycheck, but has it kept up with inflation this year? Uh, did you get a 10% raise? If you did, you're about even where you should be. Uh, I don't know too many people who get a 10% raise unless they're playing football or baseball or basketball. So, that's the, the main thing you have to look at. This is not a daily game that an average person plays. This is your life over a long period of time. So make the adjustments accordingly. Try not to be too influenced by what you hear. And even don't listen to me. Check out what I say to see if I'm giving you proper numbers and good advice. And if I am, and I'm being helpful, all I ask is that you follow me on Twitter or listen to my podcasts. I'm very grateful to have this opportunity because I love to help people. And I'm trying to put knowledge that I've gained over a very long period of time and playing the markets, making money, losing money. Yeah, nobody just makes it. I've lost money at times. I've made money at times, but I've never seen it being played like we are today. So, be very careful, have a great weekend, and we'll be back shortly with more. Mm -hmm.